Tonight on Truth Today, Islam calls for a global day of rage and jihad. What should we expect? What is next? And how do we prepare? Also, we're going to be talking about updates from Israel and specific things that you can do to get ready to protect you, your family, your home, your church, your community. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us tonight here on Truth Today. Uh, this is Pastor Sharam hating with you with Truth and Love Ministry. Um, this is kind of a breaking story right now as we go live because I just got word uh, from my friend Brandon House that uh, there's rioting that's already starting in Europe, potentially, as there has been a call to global jihad for tomorrow. Uh, it's Friday, October 13th. Uh, we're going to be talking about that, uh, what this is all about, what to expect and what to do, uh, how to pray, and also the latest from Israel, as I mentioned. I want to encourage you. Uh, this is a time to draw closer to the Lord. This is a time for us to be grounded in our faith, that we are not shaken by these events. We are not walking in the fear of man or even the fear of death if we are in Christ. And so I want to encourage you to call on the name of the Lord to be saved, to call on the name of the Lord to have peace, ask the peace of the Holy Spirit that transcends understanding and even our circumstances in the world. God is not shaken by these events, nor should we um, be shaken in our faith in the sense of losing our faith, but we're shaken and we're we're stirred by the, the, uh, the timing of all these things and, and, and the complexity and the evil of our day. As the Bible says, the days uh, wax more and more evil. They are not getting better, folks. They're not, uh, we're, we're not seeing a cr Christian utopia in the world. We are seeing darkness advance, uh, greater strife, as Matthew 24 speaks of. Uh, wars and rumors of wars, nation rising against nation. Of course, this has been for 2,000 years since the beginning of the church, but I believe these are prophetic events that are happening, and we're going to be talking about all these things. I just want to quickly mention to you a couple of things. Uh, first of all, out of the book of um, Zechariah, we always start with the Word of God, and I just want to share with you two things from Scripture tonight from the Bible. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me uh, to Zechariah chapter 12. As we look at what the Word of God says, please understand that uh, the, the, Word of God, the, the Word of God is spoken about Jerusalem, about Israel, about this land, that this land will be a cup of drunkenness for all the surrounding people, that uh, there will be continual attempts to lay siege to Jerusalem. There has been in the past over the thousands of years of history of Jerusalem, and there will be leading up to the return of the Lord, the second coming of Christ. But the Bible is very clear that it will be a stumbling stone. It will be a stumbling uh, stone to the nations. And I believe that's what we're seeing tonight and what we're seeing in these days. Um, it is unbelievable uh, what has happened in Israel. It is unbelievable um, the division, uh, I've been on the phone and text and email this week with 
many pastors who um, have a much, uh, a very different view of scripture, of doctrine, of eschatology, believing that many of the prophecies that we believe uh, are happening right now and some are outstanding, that they were all fulfilled, that they don't apply, uh, that there is no outstanding promises to Israel. I'm not sure how they explain Israel miraculously coming back into their land, becoming a nation again that was prophesied. Didn't happen back in AD 70, as some would say. I'm grieved by the division within the church. I'm grieved by the silence that we have seen in the pulpits of America to not say anything about the massacres that have occurred in Israel and what possibly could be happening here in America and around the world as um, we discuss this Islamic call of jihad and rage and anger. In the Old Testament, when nations reject God, God allows their enemies to come within. This happened to Israel back in the Old Testament. I believe it is happening to America as we speak. Our enemies have come within our borders. We have allowed them in. Ultimately, God has allowed our enemies to come against this nation, both from within and outside. They're within our borders. They're within our cities. They're laying wait. We've been warning about this for years. I've been warning about this for years and, and been dismissed and, and called an Islamophobe and a fearmonger and a hater. But we have felt the burden to warn this nation of the enemies that are within. Those who've come to this nation who do not have any goal of assimilating, who do not have any goal of picking up the American dream. They have a goal of implementing their ideology. They have a goal of sabotage. That is why the Muslim Brotherhood, even in their own document, said that it is their purpose to sabotage, quote, sabotage our miserable house from within using our own hands. Direct quote from the Muslim Brotherhood playbook called the Explanatory Memorandum seized by the FBI in, 19, in 2004, written in 1991. The communists, the Marxists, the globalists, and the Islamic movement all within our borders, waiting and in, 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 in lying in wait for the zero hour, for the call. Could tomorrow be that call? Could tomorrow be the beginning of that call as we're already hearing reports of riots in Europe, breaking news, hearing reports of riots in Europe. I'm going to show you videos, images and videos tonight of Europe, of Muslims in Europe calling for the murder of Jews, gassing the Jews, uh, Muslims in Australia calling for gassing the Jews, Muslims in America holding up the swastika, and telling the Jews, remember Kaibar, the story of when the prophet of Islam, Muhammad, went to a community called Yathrib, a Jewish community in his day and age, and massacred the Jews, beheading six to 900 Jews on one day. And if they attack the Jews, they will attack the Christians because that's what Islam teaches, that they must attack the Christians and the Jews. They must fight against the Christians and the Jews. My show tonight is not intended to create a hatred towards, towards Muslims. If we love them enough, we better be bold to tell them 
and share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's the only thing that will change them. It's the only thing that will affect their, not only their destiny, their eternity, but their hearts and their hatred that is fueled by the Islamic ideology that is ascribed in this Quran and by almost two billion Muslims around the world. This is a perilous time. We've been warning about this exact scenario and this exact hour where the call will come for global jihad. And that's the topic of our show tonight. If you're joining us late tonight, the topic of our show tonight is global jihad. I don't think uh, we have that image yet. If you want to go ahead and Elias and get that image for us, we'll get that up. But um, this, is, this is where we're at, folks. So I want to start with this story, which as soon as um, we get this image, before I get to the image, listen, again, as I said, the Bible tells us that when a nation, a people reject God, whether in Israel or in America, that God will turn them over to their depravity. God will turn them over to their enemies. He will allow their enemies to come within and rape the land, abuse the land, and take advantage of the land, and take advantage of their, uh, of their provisions, of their wealth. This is exactly what the Old Testament describes time and time again. And so, though I'll talk about later about what's going on in Israel, and, and again, the, the, the growing questions that I have about how this attack even happened and what was, was, was not seen or was allowed. But the same thing is in America. We are worse than Israel because we have not only, you know, the threat of invasion, we have been invaded. And all of those in this nation that hate this nation, that hate Christianity, that hate our constitution, that hate our foundation, and then they want to disarm us, they're they were, they were waiting for this very moment. So the topic of our show tonight is called Islam Calls for Global Day of Rage and Jihad. Let's bring that up, please, Elias. Islam Calls for Global Day of Rage and Jihad. And we have a lot of articles to go through tonight. So let's go to this first breaking story, American Military News. If you have that, please... Here's the report. As you saw, this came across from uh, memory, the Middle East uh, Media and Research in Institution that um, they translate uh, messages in Arabic that are given to the Muslim world. So here is the call. Let's go ahead and bring this up. Uh, many have not heard about this. Keep this up for a second, please. Many have not heard about this. There are many who have not even heard anything about this call, and yet it has been, it is, it happened three days ago. I was on a radio interview on Tuesday, and I actually broke the story on air radio. It just had come out on Tuesday. Report Hamas leadership calls for global jihad, invasion of Israel, attacking Jews worldwide on Friday, October 13th. Folks, that's tomorrow. So go ahead and come back to me, please. 
this leader, Khalid Mashal, reportedly, it's not reportedly, his words were translated from Arabic. He has posted a video on YouTube that is still up there. And the translation was done by Rashid Hamimi. Mashal referred to his proposed day of anger as the Friday of the Al-Aqsa flood, which will send a message of rage to Zionists and to America. Quote, so let's go to the Twitter. Um, okay, bring this up, please. I'm not sure why it's in black. But okay, here are the words. Here's how this was translated. Number one, to show anger, especially next Friday in Muslim countries and also among Muslim diaspora around the world. He called it, quote, the Friday of Al-Aqsa flood. Remember that Al-Aqsa is the gray dome mosque that is in Israel on the Temple Mount, right? It is next to the Dome of the Rock off to the west if you're looking from the uh, Mount of Olives. He said that this will send the message of rage to Zionists and to America. Number two, he asked for financial help from all Muslims around the world to help with their money. He called it, quote, financial jihad. He asked Muslims to give to the fighters of Gaza in order to compensate them for the destruction. Number three, he asked political pressure from Muslim leaders and Muslim nations to stop Israel's military invasion of Gaza. Number four, listen, please. The most important thing, he asked all Muslims around the world to carry jihad by their souls, to fight and to be martyrs for Al-Aqsa. Folks, martyrs means shaheed. It means to die in martyrdom, in jihad, while you're killing unbelievers. He wants Muslims to fight against the Jews, starting with Muslims who live in the countries surrounding Israel, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Egypt, but also other countries, to go to the borders and try to enter, each by his own means. So he's calling for an invasion of the borders. He said, this is the time for jihad to be applied on the ground rather than just in theory. He asked the mujahideen, that's the term that comes from the word jihad, to go into long caravans to sp spill their blood on the land of Palestine. And here are his final words. Funds are important, but today we are asking for your blood and souls to be sacrificed for Palestine. So this call is going out all over the Islamic world. And all over the Islamic world, they are responding, including in Iran. Iran, let's go to the memory article. Um, Iran, over to the right, nope, over to the right. Uh, Iranian regime mouthpiece, right there. Iranian regime mouthpiece, Khayan, says Iran is the mind and hands behind Hamas. Operation Al-Aqsa Flood was planned, orchestrated by the Quds Force. That's a term that is sort of an offhand term for Israel or Jerusalem, I should say. They call it their Al-Quds Force to liberate Jerusalem from the hands of the quote-unquote Zionist Jews. The, the Al-Quds Force commander, Hassim Soleimani. Remember, Soleimani was, was killed by tr President Trump in 2020 with a, um, a drone strike when he was, he was plotting I believe the main plot was to take the embassy in Baghdad um, hostages there, American hostages, as they did in 1979 in Tehran. So he takes Soleimani out, and this guy says that they were planning this, Soleimani planned this before he was killed. 
uh, Ayatollah Khomeini hinted in August of 2022, um, August of 2023, at the complete conquest of Israel. So, he, so in 2022, uh, Khomeini says that in 2023, August, by 2023, there's going to be a complete conquest of Israel. Well, it didn't happen in August, but it happened in October, according to them. So this is the response of Muslims around the world. And I'm going to show you some of the images of what's happening around the world. First of all, let's go to Europe. Now, I apologize. Yeah, the first one there, you just had that, Elias. Bullhorns on the street. No, the other one. Bullhorns on the streets of London. Now, before we bring this up, forgive me for they have um, blotted out the swear words, but I'm just reporting what these Muslims in uh this was in the streets of London, okay? This is in Europe. Let's go ahead and bring this up. Bullhorns in the streets of London. F the Jews. F their mothers. F their daughters. Rape their daughters. The video is in this article from Geller Report. Pamela Geller reported on this. Other sites are reporting on this. Uh, that's why there's some words, uh, news coming out that riots are already starting in Europe, and particularly in London. Uh, these were pro-Hamas caravans driving through the streets of London, shouting into a bullhorn, F the Jews, F their mothers, F their daughters, rape their daughters. Um, let's go to the um, story out of London. Do we have that video? Here's a video. London, women, uh, give me one second to set this up. This is out of London. Muslim women, they look Somali to me, uh, re removing posters that have been posted of missing Israelis. These are missing Israelis who are missing still from the attack on Israel. And here are these Muslimas, these Muslim women, going around and tearing them down. Let's go ahead and play this 24-second video, please. This my it's outrageous. This is fucking outrageous. What's outrageous? You. Why don't you do something for Palestine? Why don't you do this? This is for Palestine. Is for Palestine. Palestine. Okay, why about the children in Palestine? Doesn't mean this is in Europe, folks. This is what's happening in Europe. Um, and some of the comments uh, I know on Rumble right now. Um, that are coming out um, that are saying, you know, is this happening in Israel? Is this happening? Uh, listen, we're in the last days. And in the last days, evil is waxing. Uh, evil is more open. Evil is more apparent. I've been warning about the dangers of Islam for 20 plus years. I got saved 24 years ago. And I've been telling you uh, the, 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 the antichrist spirit that this is. This spirit is ultimately from the enemy. This is a spiritual war. This is not a battle against individual Muslims. This is a battle against the spiritual forces of darkness that is behind the so-called religion of peace. And what Hamas did in Israel, what Hezbollah is doing in the northern part in Lebanon or any other place, what these Iran is doing, 
They're doing these things because they're under this spirit. They're under this spirit that hates God and hates the Jewish people and hates Christians because they're called to hate. Let's go to, um, let's go to, um, let me see here real quick. Let's go to, let's go to America uh, before we give updates on what's going on in Israel. Um, and and, and uh, Daily Caller also had that video playing. Uh, they, um, they have, the, the, the article on Daily Caller was, do they have no shame? No, the answer is they have no shame. They're proud. They're proud of the murder of Jews. They're proud. And they're saying, well, what about the children in Palestine? What about the children in Gaza? Well, listen, I want to remind people, though we, we grieve for all those innocent people that, are, that, are, that have lost their lives, let's, let's not forget, in 2014, Israel pulled out of Gaza. They handed Gaza over to the so-called Palestinians. Then, then, the people of Palestine, again, so-called Palestine has never been a nation. They elected Hamas as their government. They elected these people to govern them. And Trump cut off aid to uh, Gaza. Then Biden comes into office and he restores that aid. That money is not going to the people that are suffering in Gaza. That money is not going to the people in the West Bank. That money is going to line the elite leadership of Hamas, who have all their fancy houses on the beaches near uh, the, 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 on the beaches there in Gaza. They have their fancy houses in Qatar. They have their ha fancy houses in uh, United Arab Emirates. That money is not going for the people, just like the $6 billion that Biden gave to Iran on September 11th of this year, and I'll have an update on that. Um, uh, that's not going to go help the Iranian people. That's going to go fund the Islamic Republic of Iran and all their murderous agenda that they have for Christians and Jews and America. Don't forget that they call America the great Satan and Israel the little Satan. So this is what Islam is. This is what is being exposed. And this is what our churches need to wake up to. This is what our government officials need to wake up to. Um, um, this is what is happening and has happened for 1,400 years. And you go, well, what's the solution? The solution is we must, number one, as Christians, evangelize these people boldly and without, uh, without trepidation and without uh, intimidation. But number two, we have to demand. We have to demand assimilation. We have to demand submission to our laws and submission to our constitution. And if they will not, they need to be removed from this nation. They need to be expelled from this nation because they are seditious to our laws. They're seditious to our constitution. I, I, I fled Iran. I've seen it in my birth country. And I'm sick and tired of making justifications and excuses for why I say what I say. That is not inhumane. If, if somebody wants to overthrow your government, whether it's communism, Marxism, globalism, or it's Islam, and they want to overthrow your government, they want to murder your people, then you remove those people. If they can't be changed, you remove those people because what we've seen, the video that you just saw from London, it's because they go and establish enclaves. They do not assimilate. And now they're calling for the murder of Jews and Christians, a day of jihad. Well, they've been waging jihad for 1,400 years, nothing new. But is this, could this be zero hour in um Europe, in America, and of course in Israel. I believe that Jews everywhere are under threat. 
I believe churches and synagogues are under threat. There's a video online of a pastor that I know, Mike Signorelli, that he uh, is in New York and he is part of some clergy response team. They were called into a meeting. His video went viral on Facebook. They were called into a meeting and told that there's imminent threats. They don't have any specifics, but to be on high alert. They're, they're putting New York on high alert. What do they know um, that, that they're not telling the American people? Why is the city of New York buying extra radiation medicine? Why have they given satellite phones to all the U.S. senators? What does our government know that they're going to allow to happen just like what happened in Israel, where I believe that some elements within that government allowed this to happen? Let's go to the article from our friend Leo Homan, uh, Elias. Leo's article um, in a stunning admission, uh, globalist Henry Kissinger uh, admits admits, because Leo has a book called Stealth Invasion, he admits um, as a longtime CIA and globalist, uh, CIA operative and globalist, according to the article, here's what um, uh, Kissinger said, quote, it was a grave mistake to let in so many people of totally different culture and religion and concepts because it creates a pressure group inside each country. Well, guess what, Mr. Kissinger? That's what we've been saying. We've been warning Americans and Europeans about that, that there's going to be a day of reckoning after decades of importing unvetted refugees from Syria, from Iraq, from Sudan, from Somalia, from Afghanistan, from Lebanon, from Turkey, from Yemen, from Bosnia, from Iran, more than at least 3 million that have come here lawfully under refugee resettlement, not even including the thousands that are coming over our non-existent southern border that the Biden administration is telling Border Patrol to cut down the, the, the fences that uh, the governor of Texas put up and declared an invasion in his state. Border Patrol is going and letting them in. So that's why I said earlier, we're worse than Israel. And so I encourage you to read Leo's article about that. And, and he talks about this day of rage from, again, Khalid Mar uh, Mashal from Hamas, who is saying that they're calling for, by the way, it's not just Friday, it's going to be all weekend. The, 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 the reason he called Friday is because Friday is a day of their prayer. Friday, are all of these mosques in America and in Europe and in uh, Australia, New Zealand, around the Middle East, they're going to be fuming. I'm telling you right now, the, the demonic spirit that is within Islam, they're going to be fuming. And that's what you have to be concerned about is individual Muslims. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't believe that potentially this is going to be a 9-11 moment, um, although we've just heard that Iran and Hamas was in the planning of this day because they timed it, right? This was the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War. This was the day that Israel was surprised in 1973. So they planned that day and anniversaries do have meanings. But um, this call, I don't believe it's just bloviating. I don't believe it's just empty. I believe they're trying to rile up, demonically rile up their uh, jihadists around this world to carry out, if nothing else, lone wolf attacks. So we're going to talk about, again, what we can do. Uh, let me go through 
A couple of more headlines. Here's on American soil. If you think this is just Europe, Gateway Pundit, University of Wisconsin, students cheer. Go ahead and bring this up, please. Uh, for the Hamas killers, chant glory to the martyrs at student protests in support of Palestinians. This was um, University of Wisconsin, which is in um, Madison, which is extremely, extremely liberal and, and, and a Marxist uh, hub. Um, on Tuesday, we're shouting support for the, for, uh, the, the Hamas killers that, that killed the 260 Jews. Uh, by the way, um, the latest... The latest uh, numbers coming out of, do we have that Jerusalem Post real quick uh, for the latest numbers? No, I think it's on the left, bottom left there. Swords, uh, swords of iron, uh, they, they, they now have 3,200 wounded, more than 1,200 that have been massacred. Uh, 81 families still have prisoners of war in Gaza. Um, uh, 30, so far, 31 Israeli soldiers have been killed in trying to reclaim um, the southern part of Israel. Uh, I don't even believe that they've started a ground uh, war yet. They've just been shelling there. Um, by the way, a little bit of interesting news. I don't know if it's good or bad because all the leftists are now mad at France. Look at what happened in France. France has now banned pro-Palestinian riots and protests because the riots have already started, so now they're coming out because, again, today, as I said, these riots have already started, so now the, the country of France is trying to ban these protests. We'll see how that goes uh, over since France has about 500,000 Jews, the biggest in Europe, um, but at the same time, France also has the largest Muslim population in Europe at somewhere at least over 5 million Muslims in France. So you can see the problem there. Um, the French radio is already saying there's been over 100 anti-Semitic acts recorded since Saturday. Uh, uh, graffiti showing swastikas, death to Jews, calling to intifada against Israel. Um, I covered this on my show on Tuesday. Do we have that image from New Zealand? Where's that image that we have from New Zealand about uh, they were chanting gas to Jews? Right here. Uh, you guys probably saw this uh, at the Sydney Opera House. Palestinian sympathizers in Australia chant anti-Semitic slurs, F the Jews, and gas the Jews in front of Sydney Opera House. Um, we saw the image in New York. Let's go to that image in New York again that I had. Um, please, Elias, of the, the uh, pro-Hamas rally with the swastika. Uh, where's that one that we have? Um, Yep, right here. Go ahead and bring that up, please. Here is that image there, right? This was in downtown New York this week, right? Uh, So-called pro-Palestinian rally. Uh, again, sh chanting, uh, remember Kaibar, um, and with the swastika there, uh, extolling the Nazis because the Nazis exterminated uh, the extermination or the attempted extermination of the Jews. But folks... This is happening on American soil, and we've been warning about this. As you know, I've been warning about, do we have that image, please, Elias, of our two houses, uh, the two houses of Islam right there? I've been warning about that when Islam, they, they lie in wait, they call their lower house the, the house of war. Once they get enough uh, numbers, once they get political power like they now have in Michigan and Minneapolis and New York and in, uh, in, in, in uh, parts of Texas, and California, then they go to the upper house called Dar al-Islam. Now when they're in the upper house, 
they just tell you what they're gonna do. They, they don't hide it anymore. So let's go to the example of Hamtramck right there. No, no, you were just on it. Uh, here's the mayor of the first Muslim majority city in America. This is uh, Ghaleb, is the mayor of Hamtramck. Hamtramck, let me go to this image here. And he declared that there will be no peace. His public declaration, there will be no peace with Israel. They're flying Hamas flags in uh, Dearborn and in Hamtramck. Um, I've been warning about Hamtramck, the first Muslim majority city in America, first Muslim, uh, complete Muslim city council. Remember Hamtramck is also the city that recently banned the pride flags. So while the leftists and the feminists and the LGBT stand with Islam and support the Muslims, when the Muslims get the upper house, when they get to the upper hand, they then show their true colors. They then tell you what they're gonna do. They tell you what they stand for. They're not gonna stand for homosexuality. They're not gonna stand for abortion. They're not gonna stand for trans rights and gender mutilation. And so then now for a while they look like allies, but I tell you now, they are not our allies. They are not allies of Jews and Christians. In fact, Surah chapter five in the Quran, the abrogated verses when Muhammad got power and military and went to uh, Yathrib, as I mentioned, and later it was called Medina, and it says in Surah chapter five, do not take the people of the book, Jews and Christians, as allies, because if you do, you become like them. You become one of them, meaning that you are unbelievers and you can be killed. So when they get the upper house, no, they're not gonna be friends with Muslims and Jews. In fact, they're gonna wage war. So Amer Ghalib, the Muslim mayor of Hamtramck is now saying, no, no peace with Israel. Folks, this is in America. And then why would it be shocked to say that they're lying in wait for those hours? Have there not been beheadings in America? Have there not been honor killings in America? Have there not been mass Muslim massacres in America? Muslims killing Americans, killing homosexuals, like in Orlando at the Pulse nightclub. The recent attack in Fargo, North Dakota of the Muslim going and killing police and uh, planning to mass murder a, um, a festival there, a, a, a fair. The, 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 the lack of assimilation, the Islamic call of prayer being, being broadcast over loudspeakers in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, folks. The Islamic call of prayer being broadcast in New York. And what is going to happen when that call comes? They are not going to protect Christians. They're not going to protect Jews like some foolish interfaith Christians and Jews think. They're not going to hold hands. They're going to hold heads. They're going to try to do what exactly the head of Hamas said, right? Spill your blood and your souls, right? Spill your blood, spill your souls, become the Mujahideen, become the martyrs. According to the Islamic law book, folks, is, is according to the Islamic law book that talks about jihad, that speaks of jihad, that jihad is right here as a definition, is the war against non-Muslims, and it's etymologically derived from the word mujahada, signifying warfare to establish the religion. Fighting has been prescribed to you. Slay them wherever you find them. Fight the idolaters. Strike their necks. Fight the people of the book. I've just quoted five different verses from the Quran that calls for this violence and that I've been warning about that Islam is not a religion of peace 
that Islam has a global agenda. Islam has a subjugation. Islam wants to bring about Sharia. And now we see them calling for this global day of jihad. And folks, I want to tell you this. If it ends up not being tomorrow, we are not false prophets. I am not a false prophet because if it's not tomorrow, it will be next week. And if it's not in America, it'll be in Europe or in, in the Middle East or back in Israel or in uh, Nigeria or Sudan or in China or in uh, Canada. It, it will happen because it has happened and we got to prepare ourselves and hold our leaders accountable. Our leaders have been placating. That's why the mayor of New York, his city is flooded with all these illegal aliens, which I guarantee you among them are all these uh, military aged men. There are among them Muslims. There are among them those who are from nations that are connected to terrorism and Islam. There are among them Chinese nationals in New York, and yet they have the audacity to allow the Islamic call of prayer to be broadcast over loudspeakers anywhere within the city of New York without a permit, a privilege that is not given to any other religion, including Christianity. It's time for us to tell our elected officials you, if you do not protect the American people and demand those who are here that are openly enemies, listen, I'm all for free speech. I'm all for peaceful protest. But when you have them saying, gas the Jews, murder the Jews, um, uh, and, 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 and celebrating the, the, the destruction of Israel, well, guess what? If they can destroy Israel, they will destroy America and this is what we've called the red-green axis, the globalist, the Marxist, the um, communist, the socialist, working with the Muslim Brotherhood, working with the Islamic movement. Don't forget, care is, uh, Hamas is care. Hamas is Muslim Brotherhood. The Muslim Brotherhood that has been given carte blanche access in America, the Muslim Brotherhood that has their Muslim student associations on every ma major college campus and university in America, the Muslim Brotherhood that's being allowed to go into our public schools and put on wear a hijab day for non-Muslim women so they can see how quote-unquote wonderful and tolerant Islam is towards women, which is absolute garbage and lies and deception. The same Muslim Brotherhood that has been given access to our top security, national security uh, documents and training and apparatus, the same Muslim Brotherhood that Obama protected and Bush protected and even Trump couldn't get rid of. That same Muslim Brotherhood in 1987 started Hamas. It was called the Islamic Association of Palestine, which then morphed into Hamas. And when Hamas was labeled a terrorist organization, 57 of them, according to the State Department, then they changed the name and they started CARE in 1994, I believe it was. CARE is Hamas in America. This is in America. We've been warning America. I've been warning you guys for 20 years, for 15 years, for the last 10 years of what is here and what we must do to defend our American laws, to defend our rights. And I want to tell you one thing right now. Elias, go to that headline from Israel where they changed their gun laws. This was too little, too late. Go up to uh, what we covered from uh, the last show. This is too little, too late. But this is the Israeli minister. I mean, you guys may have not seen this. I covered it on Tuesday. Israeli minister of national security axes gun control measures, implements plan to distribute firearms to public for security. Too little, too late, right?
too little, too late. Because all of those Israeli citizens that, uh, go ahead and come back to you please, Israeli citizens that could not defend themselves as these Islamic jihadists were going door to door to door to door, burning, butchering, raping, killing, and beheading babies. I got a couple of pictures that I will show you here in a minute. Don't bring this up yet, but I, because I got to warn people about some of these images. But listen, those same, it, 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 that same Israeli government that now is saying everybody needs to have a gun. Well, guess what? That's what we need in America. You need to be able to make sure that you can defend your home. You need to make sure that you're armed up. If you think that this government will come to your aid, they will not. Either they're ill-equipped, just like potentially what happened in Israel, although I don't believe that scenario, or somewhere there's a breakdown somewhere within uh, uh, Mossad, within Shin Bet, within the Israeli army, within the government. There was either a stand-down order or they ignored the obvious I mean, come on, Iran is saying this was in the works for two years, if not three years. Uh, Soleimani was killed beginning of 2020. It's been over three years. And they didn't know? They, they couldn't think that the Muslims wait for anniversaries? Guess what 9-11 was, right? It was the anniversary of the siege of Vienna, 1689, September 11, right? This is all orchestrated. This is all orchestrated. And so, folks, I'm fired up tonight. I'm fired up because I care about America. I care about our communities because I believe that the American government is so corrupt. The, the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, these are all corrupt entities. They don't care about, they have labeled you and I as the terrorists. DMVs, domestic violent uh, uh, um, DVEs, domestic violent extremists. We're the terrorists. God honoring, pro-life, uh, pro-marriage, um, constitutionalists who believe in the sanctity and security of our nation and our elections. We're the terrorists. Dare we support Trump? We're the terrorists. You think... I was on an interview earlier today and the interviewer asked me, why are the Muslims so brazen to call for this day of jihad? Because they know they can get away with it. The NYPD is not going to do anything. The FBI is not going to do anything. If anything, they're going to come against us. And so guess what? It's up to us. It's up to you to defend your home. It's up to you to defend your church. I believe every church should be on high alert this weekend. I believe every synagogue should be on high alert this weekend. I believe if you go to any public venue, you better be carrying. If you conceal carry, you better have extra ammo. You better be on high alert. Now, I'm not here to spread fear because God is our protector. First and foremost, pray for angelic and divine protection. And I wish I can go to the comments. There's so many comments tonight. It is unbelievable. I wish I can go to the comments because I want to show you the latest from Israel. It's heartbreaking, just so we don't forget. And yes, and yes, I want to say this up front. I said it on Facebook today. Just because I support the right of the Jewish people to be in their land and I believe Bible prophecy is being fulfilled does not mean that I blanket endorse whatever the Israeli government does. Just like I believe the American government is corrupt, I believe the Israeli government has corruption in it as well. 
Israel was one of the worst nations on the planet when it came to COVID, COVID lockdowns, COVID mandates, and COVID insanity. I am not justifying the Israeli government, and I'm not justifying the liberalism that is in Israel. The Israeli people need Christ. They need to recognize their Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, Hamashiach. He has, he has come. He has uh, come the first time. He has died in, uh, for their sins as well. The Messiah has come. There's going to be great deception ahead of them uh, with the coming of the Antichrist. But I believe, folks, that the Jewish people have every right to be in that land. The land doesn't belong to the Arabs. There is no such thing as Palestine, and there is no such thing as Palestinians. They are Arabs, and they do not have a right to that land. God brought the Jews back into the land in fulfillment of Bible prophecy. It was not a Zionist ploy. God brought them in. God allowed that to happen, and therefore there is an outstanding promise to the Israel, uh, to, to the Jewish people. So when I say I am pro-Jewish uh, people or pro-Zion, it does not mean I'm pro-Israeli government. As I've said already tonight, I've said all this week, this entire thing smells as far as how this was allowed. Just like 9-11. But it does not mean people were not massacred and murdered. So let's go to this uh, quick headline. Israel releases images, go ahead, of babies murdered, burned by Hamas as verified photos of others beheaded um, uh, by, the, by these Islamic terrorists are confirmed by local media and rescue teams reveal pregnant woman had child, oh my gosh, sliced from her womb. Lord help us. What depravity. Uh, here's, uh, let's go, go to this real quickly. Here's an image of this. Uh, let's go to the other one first. I got to say, not that one, not that one, please, Elias, that one. Here's an image of, um, in Kafar Aza, one of the kibbutz, um, uh, food was on the table. They came in at breakfast to kill all these people. Um, uh, because it was, uh, it was Shabbat and, uh, you know, it was at the breaking of Shabbat. And so again, that's remember Friday night to Saturday is the Sabbath. And so this was again, not an accident. It was the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, not an accident. Let's go to that image. I got to warn you guys, this next image is graphic in the sense of, uh, here's a, here's a child's bed, uh, in one of these places. This is horrific. Look at the toys there. I hate to have to show you guys, but I want to make sure you see and understand the evil and the brutality. Uh, those individuals that would rape women, that would behead children, that would murder children. These individuals are demonically, go ahead and please come back. Let's get off this image, please. That's enough. Um, that they would demonically uh, be inspired to create, to commit such acts of evil. It is unconscionable. But folks, this is the evil. This is, there is good and there is evil. And this is evil, pure evil. This ideology is a, it, it is, oh Lord, I came out of it, folks. I lived it. I've seen it in my birth country. This ideology corrupts humans. This ideology makes humans hate. This ideology is demonic. It is an antichrist spirit. I don't know how much stronger I can tell you. I'm not asking you to hate individual Muslims. If you love them, go and preach the gospel to them. If you love them, go and reach them and tell them you do not worship a religion of peace. You are not a religion of peace. Your religion is violent. Your religion is, is, is evil. Your prophet was a mass murderer. 
I, I, I love you enough to tell you the truth. I love you enough to witness to you. I love you to, enough to tell you that Jesus Christ, the true Jesus, not the fake Jesus of, of the Quran, he has come, he has died, he was raised from the dead. Unlike what the Quran says in Surah chapter 4157, that Jesus was never crucified nor resurrected. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Tell them, this Jesus, the true Jesus, he's died for your sins, for my sins. He loves you enough to save you from eternal hellfire. The King of Kings is coming back soon and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Today, you need to call on Jesus. Stop being afraid of Muslims. Stop placating them. Stop holding hands. Stop talking about interfaith. You watch how all the interfaith Christians and Jews are going to come out of the woodworks holding the hands of the Muslims. Oh, whoa, oh we got to protect the Muslims because they're going to be called names. Who's on our streets calling for murdering Jews and gassing Jews? Who's on the streets of Europe and Australia and America saying uh, rape the the women, F the Jews, F the children, F the mothers. Who is doing that? This is not radicalism. This is 1400 years of the cesspool that is referred to as Islam. It has no place in America. It should not be protected under freedom of religion because its law, Sharia, is incompatible with our constitution. It is incompatible. We need to have a mass deportation of Muslims in America. Yes, I said it. Because if they will not assimilate and renounce Islam as part of their allegiance to our constitution, there should be a mass deportation. But it's not going to happen because of spineless leaders in America. Oh, we don't want to offend anybody. Because of spineless Christians that think it's loving to protect Islam. Don't protect Islam. Witness to Muslims. Get them saved. Get him out of this demonic ideology. And folks, here's some practical things. You need to get extra food, extra water. Um, this is why we have worked here in East Tennessee and other parts of the country in preparing alternative systems for communication, for um, marketplace, for food, for water, for, for uh, bartering, for um, health and, and, and supplements and for security. You need to, if you do not have a group close to you right now, you need to get together some folks this weekend, soon, this coming week, and set up a rapid response team. Make sure they're vetted. These better be people you vetted because we know that the uh, criminal FBI is gonna try to infiltrate and claim again that we are the terrorists because of wanting to protect ourselves. I am not waiting for them to come door to door to my house and not be armed and to try to, to, to kill my children or rape my wife. It's not going to happen without a massive fight. It is not going to happen. That zero hour, I believe, is here. It's here. And if it doesn't happen tomorrow or this weekend, don't go to sleep. Don't put your head down and think, oh, it was false. No, no, no. That call of global jihad, that call, the fatwa of, 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 of declaring war, all they're doing is they're showing their true colors because the United Nations protects Islam, the World Economic Forum, the World Government Summit, the World the Health Organization, global governments, many global leaders, they protect Islam. Islam is part of that one world religion, our brand new DVD. 
Islam is part of this global order. They are the foot soldiers of the globalists. The globalists are using Islam to destroy nations, to change nations, to, to, to alter human history. Because Islam is an antichrist spirit. And so there is no peace with them. There is no appealing to them. There is no negotiation with them. There is either witness to them and get them saved or be ready to fight them. It is that simple. And any Muslim, because I got to ask the question today, well, aren't there some Muslims that won't go along with it? Absolutely. There are some Muslims that won't go along with it, but they're not true Muslims because the Quran says that they are hypocrites. Because if the call of jihad comes, as it has, this is a global call of jihad that every Islamic organization supports. The Muslim Brotherhood is supporting it. Iran is supporting it. The Saudis are supporting it. Qatar is supporting it. Uh, uh, Hezbollah is supporting it. Jordan is supporting it. Every Islamic nation is not going to condemn. They haven't come out and condemned this call of jihad. They are behind it. And so my encouragement is prepare yourself. You got to prepare yourself and then prepare a group. The constitution of this nation allows us to be well-trained and well-armed. We need to be well-trained and well-armed and well-organized. I do not in any way, shape or form put any trust in our government. I do not put trust in our law enforcement community. And I'm saying this as a former police officer. There are good police officers. There are some good federal agents, some, very few. However, at the local level, there's better police officers. However, even if they're good guys, they're either going to get stand down orders or they're going to be told by the feds to come after us or they're outnumbered. They're grossly outnumbered. Here in our county at any given time, at max, there is eight county sheriff's deputies patrolling the entire county. You think if we had a scenario where they come across our southern border, and when I say they, Mexican drug cartels and all the Islamic and Chinese elements, if there is a call and all of a sudden all these illegal aliens, several million of them that are already in America, if they rise up and they come door to door and the looting and the rioting and coming after us, you think that eight sheriff's deputies are going to be able to protect an entire county? No, folks. It's up to us. It's up to us. It's up to us to pray. It's up to us to intercede. It's up to us to boldly witness. I know after tonight I'm going to get accused uh, of, of there he goes again, fear mongering and, and he hates Muslims. I'll say it again. I do not in any way, shape or form have hate in my heart for any individual Muslim. If I see an individual, individual Muslim on the street, my heart goes out to them. My heart, I just saw it tonight. I was in uh, Knoxville, Costco today and I saw two Muslims in Costco and the moment I saw them, I began to pray for them. I began to intercede for them. Lord, open their eyes. Lord, open their hearts. Break the yoke of slavery that is Islam off of them. That's my heart. But if that Muslim has a knife out, if that Muslim tries to behead me or kill my family, guess what? I'm going to do everything in my power to stop them. Because my first priority is to protect my family, protect my home, protect my church, protect my community. So we have to be on high alert. I'm telling you, high alert. And this too shall pass, yes. Because the sun will rise tomorrow. However, just like the sun 
is rising each day in Israel. However, everything has changed. In Israel, everything has changed. Negotiations with Hamas, gone. Because I've said for so long, there is no two-state solution. There's only one. That's why they're shouting in the streets of America, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. What does that mean? From the Jordan River to the Gaza, or to the uh, Mediterranean Sea, all of that land supposedly belongs to Palestine. Israel has to be wiped off the face of the earth. There is no one two-state solution, folks. In Islam, there's only a one-state solution. They claim that Jerusalem is theirs. They claim that the land of Israel, the, the holy land that the Quran calls it, belongs to them. It does not. And so many ignorant pastors or so many pastors that are deceived or stuck on their, on their doctrine of, oh, no, no, that was all fulfilled back in AD 70. Um, they are unwilling to look at the, the Bible and look at the events of today. Their worldview doesn't fit what's happening in the world. And it never has and it never will. The only explanation is to understand God is not done with Israel. There is an outstanding promise. Now, we know they're going to go through great deception within the tribulation period, but God will then bring whoever are left to salvation in them. At the end of the tribulation, he will be their God and they will be his people. Now, people say, oh, well, you believe in dual covenant theology. You believe in dual salvation. No, I don't. There, there is only one new covenant, folks. Since the time of Christ, there's only one covenant. Christians, Jews, Muslims, anybody. The only way you can be saved is to call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeshua HaMashiach, that's it. I am not advocating that there's a separate salvation or blood covenant for the Jews, as some pastors accuse us of. I am saying there's a separate dispensation for Israel than there is for the church. The church is not Israel. Israel is not the church. God is dealing with this church and he will eventually remove his church before the wrath that is to come. Then Israel has a different dispensation and God will then deal with Israel. Daniel 9, for seven years left for the dealing of, your, of, of Jerusalem, your city, and your people. God is not done. And when Jesus Christ returns, there's an outstanding land covenant from the uh, Abrahamic covenant that is yet to be fulfilled, Genesis chapter 15. God said that he will give land to Israel from the uh, Euphrates River to the river of Egypt. That is a massive amount of land that includes Saudi Arabia, parts of Iran, parts of Iraq, Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt. That land has never been occupied by Israel at any given time in their history. And unlike some pastors who say, well, it was fulfilled in Joshua chapter 24. No, it was not fulfilled by Joshua. They didn't even go near uh, that land uh, uh, that, that is described all the way. Look, the river Euphrates is all the way in Iraq. And so I believe that that promise will be fulfilled upon the return of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords when he sets his foot on this planet in on zion on, in jerusalem his holy city that's why i said on the show on tuesday i am a biblical zionist i believe in the promises to zion i am do not again blanketly support the israeli government in fact i am not in support of them cutting off water food and electricity to the to the people in gaza i don't think that's the right thing to do i don't feel right about that i think they should bomb the living daylights out of hamas they should destroy every hamas leader but i do not think that that should be the right tactic i know war is brutal but i'm not comfortable with that and so so i'm trying to be fair i'm trying to be honest but right now, the concern is for tomorrow and this week and 
for every Christian and for every American, public places, you got to be aware. If you're going to go to public places, you better be vigilant. If you're going to go to public places, you better be carrying if you can. If you're going to go to public places, you need to make sure that you have, you know where the escape exits are. And if you're home, make sure that your family is all together this weekend. Uh, I think that you should, you should just, again, some people are going to say, oh, this is fear-based. No, I'm not trying to instill fear. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. You do what the Lord tells you to do. But I think it's prudent and wisdom that if you can, have your family together. If you can, get extra food, extra water. Make sure your radios are charged up. Make sure your cell phones are charged up. They may, cell phone towers may go down, depending on what happens. And this is the way we should be living anyway. This is the preparedness I believe we should have anyway for these days. But especially, one more time, our show tonight, Islam is called for, if you join us late, Islam is called for a global day of rage and jihad. And you're not going to hear it on Fox News or MSNBC or most media outlets. You're going to hear it only on those who are doing what we're doing tonight, warning you. I beseech you, share this link with people tonight. Get them to wake up. I pray that I've done service to the Lord and service to the truth tonight. But we got to be very real about where America is at. America is on the cusp of collapse or catastrophe because why? When we have forsaken God, God will allow our enemies to invade. Israel is secular. Israel in many cases, is godless among many of their citizens. Their government is corrupt. Therefore, again, that does not deny that they are in the land and they're in the land because of God's timing. But could that be why this was ultimately allowed by God and God didn't protect them? Could it be why God is not protecting America and allowing the invasion of our nation? Because we've rejected Him. So we must repent. We must have the right heart to turn from our wickedness. And we must seek awakening and revival locally in our communities and fight locally in our community. Go to our city councils, go to our sheriffs, go to our mayors, go to our county commissioners and, and, and demand that they protect our nation. Demand that they stop taking in refugees and stop taking in illegals. And... May we never allow ourselves to be disarmed, just like Israel now has had to do. Too little, too late, right? Where we're going to distribute weapons to all citizens in Israel. Guess what? That's exactly what America should be doing right now. Every citizen should be, that, that hopefully is lawful and not part of the leftist, leftist uh, socialist, Marxist, communist, Muslims. Every citizen should be getting trained, getting armed, getting organized, community response teams, neighborhood response teams. You can do it at your neighborhood level. Get together with like-minded neighbors. Say, hey, if this happens, if, if these people come into our neighborhood, whether it's Antifa, you saw BLM, by the way, BLM supporting Hamas, Antifa. All the same players, folks. Same spirit. If they come into our neighborhoods like we've seen before, what are you going to do? We need to have rapid response teams with our neighbors at a neighborhood level. We need to have rapid response teams in our church. We need to have a rapid response team with our patriot groups. We need to have a rapid response team within our community. 
and every person that can lawfully carry and be trained should be doing it right now. Because I think they're taking us into scenarios of World War III and um, the day of reckoning is here. Whether it's tomorrow, this weekend, or next week, or next month, the day of reckoning, I believe, is here, folks. It's zero hour. And the rubber's hitting the road. We gotta go, we're way over time. I went past tonight, but listen, um, please share this. Um, and um, please be safe, be prayerful, stay close to your family, kiss your loved ones, make sure that you don't have any unforgiveness before, between your loved ones, folks. Because you never know that you're sitting there having breakfast and jihadists are breaking down your door to kill you. You never know when those last minutes are. Life is short. And I want to encourage you tonight, if you're watching this and you don't know the Lord, please pray right now and call on Jesus Christ. He is the one true God. You've seen what Islam is. And I'm not saying Christianity, the church or, or Christendom is innocent. I'm talking about go to the Bible, go to the Word of God and know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to Him, but no one come to the Father but through Him. Make that decision tonight. Be right with God. If you do want to support our ministry and keep us on the air, please um, go to tillministry.com. Make a one-time donation right now. Support the ministry. If you want to mail in a check to support us, there is the website. Um, I'm sorry, our P.O. Box, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. You can make it out to Truth and Love. And if you want to be a monthly supporter, we have what's called a Gideon Army, where you can pray for us and support us on a monthly basis. Um, next week, we're going to cover more on Israel. This is going to be an ongoing story, so please join us again Tuesday for uh, our uh, regular show at noon Eastern time. If anything is breaking news, we may break in with a special text alert. By the way, go to our website and please sign up for our text alert, tillministry.com, tillministry.com. If you're not on our text alert, right on the website, there's an image there where you can sign up for our text alert. doesn't cost you anything, folks. doesn't cost you anything, but it, uh, it, it, it costs us, but we would rather you get information. So please do that on the website. God bless you guys. Be safe, be prayerful, be vigilant. Uh, stock up this weekend a little bit. Most people have no clue what's going on. Warn your friends and neighbors. Just tell them, hey, just in case, be ready. This is what's been called for. And um, Lord willing, we'll see you uh, Tuesday at noon Eastern time. This is Pastor Sharab Haney with Truth and Love Ministry. Have a blessed night. God bless.